On Sunday, I spoke on the question, why did a loving God allow the coronavirus crisis to happen? And we looked at how the coronavirus, it causes all people, including you and me, to look forwards and realise our fragility, to look in and recognise our sin, and to look up to God to receive rescue and relationship. And as I spoke on those three points, I used two quotes that I wanted us to reflect on a bit in our connect groups today. And the first quote was by C.S. Lewis. It was a famous one, but with a little sort of less famous extension. And it's in his book, The Problem of Pain. And C.S. Lewis writes this. He says, we can ignore pleasure, but pain insists upon being attended to. God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. It, so that suffering, pain, it is God's megaphone to rouse a deaf world. But then a page or two later in the book, he continues and he says this. He says, no doubt pain as God's megaphone is a terrible instrument. It may lead to final and unrepented rebellion, but it gives the only opportunity the bad man can have for amendment. And by that, it just means all of us who are rejecting God, men or women. He says, suffering removes the veil. It plants the flag of truth within the fortress of the rebel soul. And alongside that, I wanted to remind you of the conversation that I had with the funeral director a couple of weeks ago. He, he said to me, he said, I've become more open. I've become more open. He said he used to just be on autopilot as he just went through funeral after funeral after funeral. But in the last few months, just seeing all the suffering, seeing so much death through the coronavirus, he said he'd become more open to thinking about Jesus. And my question for us to discuss this week in our Connect Groups is, is this your experience with your friends? Has COVID-19 made your friends more open to Jesus, like with the funeral director I chatted to? Have your friends that don't currently know Jesus, have they even been roused from their deafness through God's megaphone? Has this season, has it planted the flag of truth within the fortress of their rebel souls? And I guess following on from that, if you're not sure whether that has happened or not, are there ways that you can start a conversation with your friends, your family members, your colleagues, whoever it may be, your neighbours, those who, who don't yet know Jesus, can you start a conversation with them to see if they have become more open to thinking about Jesus over the last few months. Then the second quote that I mentioned was one by, um, by Charles Spurgeon. And he said this, he said, God is too good to be unkind and he is too wise to be mistaken. And when we cannot trace his hand, we must trust his heart. Now, some of you, you might be finding it difficult to trace God's hand in your circumstances. Or you might be finding it difficult to trace God's hand in the circumstances of the world at this time. And let's be frank, there are plenty of challenges around at the moment, aren't there? And so here's the question. In this struggle to trace God's hand, what will help you trust God's heart? What will help you trust God's heart? when you find it difficult to trace God's hand. I believe the most fundamental thing to help you and I to trust God's heart is for us to look back and to remember how God looked down and loved us in Jesus. I'm always so struck by a little verse in Romans chapter eight. Paul in Romans eight, you'll know, he's writing and he's saying how nothing can separate us from the love of Jesus. And this is what he writes. He says this, 
It's Romans 8, uh, starting at verse 35. He says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And I am always struck by the tense of that verb, to love, in verse 37. You see, we might think what Paul would say, he'd say, you might think he'd say this. Now, despite all these tough times, all these, these tough times, trouble and hardship and famine and coronavirus and financial struggle and whatever else it might be. In all these things, he might say that we are more than conquerors through Jesus who loves you right now in the present, in the midst of all your struggles. That's what we might think he might say. And of course, Jesus, he does love us right now. But it's not what Paul writes, is it? Just look at what Paul writes. Look at verse 37. Look at the tense of that verb to love. What does he say? Verse 37, he says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Jesus who loved us. Who loved us in the past. In the past Jesus loved us, is what Paul says. In the past, when Jesus was on earth supremely, when he faced death for us in our place, that is ultimately how we can trust God's heart. Even when we cannot trace his hand in the present, we can still trust God's heart for us in the present because he has shown his heart of love for us in the past, in Jesus's death and resurrection. In all these things, in the present, we are more than conquerors. Why? Through Jesus who loved us in the past. So two questions to discuss in Connect Groups tonight. The first, has COVID-19 made your friends more open to Jesus? And if you're not sure, are there ways that you can start a conversation about it with them? And then second, in the struggle to trace God's hand, what will help you trust God's heart? Even when it is difficult to trace God's hand in the present with all that's going on with Corona and all the fragility and uncertainties in life. And how is it the case that knowing Jesus's love for you in the past, actually that's even more important than knowing Jesus's love for you in the present.